Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? Well, it could be caused by a nutritional deficiency that can be reversed. Certain nutritional deficiencies can impact nerve function and are a frequent cause of numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Zobria from Oshier Health provides precision nutrition to quickly restore healthy nerve function. Zobria is a proprietary formulation with high-potency bioactive ingredients that work better than simple vitamins to target nutritional deficiencies that impair nerve function. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven supplement that works with no side effects. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Zobria.com. That's Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. And get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. One of my favorite times during the week, although it's in close competition with... uh, a weekly radio show that I do on Saturdays from noon to 2 Eastern time. But uh, it's an opportunity to share with you, uh, hopefully, our collective wisdom in addressing some of your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. With me is Layla Mutin, who is our resident nutritionist. And uh, what's up next, Layla? We have an email from Ethan. I'm 72. I've been a patient of Dr. Atkins. I'm currently under the care of another practitioner. I'm highly allergic with multiple chemical sensitivities. And with all of these sensitivities, I've reached a point that many supplements, foods, and spices, they're interfering with my sleep or my sleep becomes very fragmented. Am I too far gone? And will I be able to be helped? Have I crossed uh, thresholds? Uh, where there is no return. Could you tackle this if I became your patient? Many thanks to both of you for all you do. Yeah, so so the answer is, uh, I'm not entirely sure that's multiple chemical sensitivity. True. It might be a form of, uh, you know, anxiety slash obsessive compulsive disorder, Mm. you know, where he's attributing his, you know, anxiety and sleep problems to yeah. the foods or the supplements that he or the environmental mm-hmm. chemicals that he's exposed to. He doesn't really fit the profile for a, a multiple chemical sensitivity person because they are predominantly female, although they can be male. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, uh, in the middle the name, aged, the mid- name Ethan. Yeah. No, oh, but I, th- I thought it was a male. He said it was uh, male. He said I'm seventy-two. Okay. He says well, I'm Ethan 72. is generally yeah. male, right? Ethan Although there's so many names these yeah. days that are like, True. that are, you know, True. very uh, uni, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Chris and Pat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the old ones, but now the newer True. ones, you know. True. Um, so, anyway. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's really unclear what's going on with this individual. We need a workup. Yeah. Yeah. We need a workup. Although they're not re- really reliable allergy tests for multiple chemical sensitivity. True. Uh, it, so if if it is multiple chemical sensitivity, the basic program is to minimize the bad, yes, and accentuate the good. So right. the goal is not to say, okay, well, you can eat, uh, you know, pomegranates and uh, amaranth and uh, 
you know, emu oh. meat. You know, that's all you can eat. You <laughs> that's know, all you can eat because that would be that's an eating disorder. That's right, and yeah. it's also very nutritionally compromising. Sure. So, and it's a it's a it's a pain. It's it's too logistically challenging. Mm-hmm. So. We want to expand the lens of foods, mm-hmm. although we want to identify if they're foods or supplements or environmental factors. So yes. we want to detoxify. Right. And right. we want to make sure the root of detox is working, right. functioning. Right. Well, well that's the other one. Maybe it's Enhance the good. So mm-hmm. the, there are pathways of detoxification. We want to support those pathways mm-hmm. of detoxification so that there's less accumulation of toxic metabolites of whatever mm-hmm. this person is sensitive to. Right and um, you know and the, the, I look I never say there's a point of no return. No, um, no. It, there, that is, I, I don't that, believe there is a form of self-talk that is not uh, helpful. Right. So because what we what we give our attention to expands. Right. And if it's going to be that pessimistic, right. That's what will expand. It's a form of resignation. Yeah. And we discourage that. Yeah. And try to open up pathways of recovery. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I would say that uh, it's a little bit of a concerning uh, cri yeah. de cour, you know, a cry for help. Yes. From this individual who believes that he's doomed to experience these mm-hmm. these bothersome symptoms and debilitating sleep problems. Ethan, we would invite you to call the office and come in for a workup. Mm-hmm. Uh, 212-779-1744 if you're interested. Yeah. So we're here in New York. Right. And you know, maybe we can uh, mm-hmm. piece out the different components of this. Yeah. Because uh, something, you know, people need some guidance because conventionally uh, there's not a route for, I mean, I, I think a conventional doctor would see this person and say, well, this is, this is all nuts. You know, sure. it's like, it's here, take an antidepressant. Yeah. And here's some sleep meds. Yeah. Uh, that would be the, you know, if I'm remembering my conventional orientation, it would be like, yeah, no, that's just your imagination. But no, the food sensitivities, chemical, multiple chemical sensitivities are very real. They are very real. But we also, they tend to propagate mm-hmm. and they keep foreclosing your, your options, your mobility to be out in an environment. You know, if a bus passes by and you inhale diesel fumes or if you go down a supermarket aisle and you, you smell something, it sets off an alarm in your system. Yeah. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. In conventional medicine... You can paint yourself into a corner. Totally, totally. In conventional medicine, they're looking for certain allergic symptoms. And when it doesn't fit that particular constellation of, are you breaking out in hives? you itch? Do you get a rash? Do you sneeze? If it's not fitting that, Mm -hmm. if it's a matter of a low mood or something different happens, or even sleepiness, that could still be an allergic reaction. Well, it also goes against the prevailing narrative, which is that all the really crappy foods and all the chemicals in the environment and all the pollution is perfectly fine. You know, it's like, just, just, you know, get over it. <laughs> Nothing to see Honestly, here. Honestly, this, to see this here, is folks. like the elephant in the room with right. everything that's been going on the past few years. Right. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, best of luck to you, Ethan. So, how about, how about this, Dr. Hoffman? I had uh, filled out the petition for uh, the uh, Alliance for Natural Health. Right. That's and, the Save yeah. Our Supplements uh, yes. campaign. So just let me remind sure. listeners. Um, you know, we put out a, uh, an alert. Congress is seeking to enlarge FDA's purview over supplements. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, it's an all-hands-on-deck all moment where 
we want to do everything we can to preserve, to preserve our access to innovative supplements yeah. of our choosing. And so we've encouraged our listeners to go to dearhoffman.com slash A-N-H. You'll be redirected to the Alliance for National Natural Health website. Mm-hmm. And there they have templates where you can write to your Congress mm-hmm. uh, person yes. and uh, have them uh, refrain from pushing legislation, which is going to cripple the supplement industry. Yeah. Yeah. And just like in the previous week we talked about, I think it was two weeks ago, where you'd gotten a response about from Kirsten Gillibrand about, thank you for writing about prescription drugs. It was like that, a boilerplate re- response, yes, but they pushed, yes. they pushed the wrong button or they exactly. didn't have an appropriate button. Exactly. You know? Now, I feel not only is this another boiler boilerplate response, but it's a very biased one. Well, hang on, though. Yes. I got to say, uh, you know, the, the good part is... Mm-hmm. She actually addressed your question. Yes, she did. No, so this is what's the name of the congressperson? Kathleen Rice. No, she, you don't even recognize her, but she's your congresswoman. Yes. From Queens. From Queens, yep. And maybe, I don't know, the, the way they gerrymander, who knows? It could be yeah. Queens and parts of, uh, you know, South Carolina. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. whatever. But it, she is a Democrat from the, let me see, mm-hmm. um, she's from New York 04. The fourth district in New York, mm-hmm. and she is a uh, Democrat. Uh, it says here her voting record is she's voted a hundred percent with Joe Biden uh, in her tenancy in Congress. And um, well, yeah, the, but kudos to her for actually a- answering yeah. your question. Well, it wasn't her; it was an her assistant. Staff. Her right, staff, right, right. So they're not even getting these, right? Honestly, it's they, the staff. They, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of running the show They're a little fending bit. fending off the... Exactly. It's a very biased... Let me just give you a little excerpts here. Yes, sure. the, the FDA is a federal agency responsible for regulating things like... And Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act, Deshaies, right? Right. Uh, current law prevents FDA from taking proactive steps... Not to true. prevent. Exactly. Not true. So this is already there's, biased. There's this so is something ma- she was spoon-fed right. to respond right. to. Exactly. This. Because there's so many ways that I mean, the supplement industry it interacts continuously with the FDA. Yeah. And if there's uh, what what they what the the big issue here is pre-approval of supplements, just like medications. So yeah. in other words, every time that a supplement a new supplement comes on the market, they have to submit a, a, a specification to the FDA, who might take months and years to approve it and with it costs enormous cost to the supplement industry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know oh this this supplement is a little innovative and a little edgy they won't approve it you yeah. know and it will curb innovation it will put undue costs on mm-hmm. supplement so they they're they're about pre-approval so go ahead yes yes to better regulate these products the FDA has requested that Congress pass legislation requiring manufacturers to notify the FDA of all the dietary supplement products and ingredients that they sell uh, the requirement known as mandatory product listing would allow the FDA to respond more quickly to illegal or harmful substances, no, wait, wait. et cetera, et cetera. So look, stop yeah. right there. Yeah. The illegal or harmful supplements, yeah. what, if, if somebody, say somebody puts like yeah. Viagra into a male potency pill, mm. you think they're going to declare that to the FDA? Oh those, those disreputable companies yeah. uh, will not abide by that. Right. And the FDA is requesting this... Keep in mind, everyone, that 60% of who sits on the board of the FDA are former pharmaceutical executives. So there's a whole lot of bias. And at at the hands of our politicians now, this is what 
what they're spewing out. I'm very, very disappointed in this type of a response. Right. She obviously doesn't have the facts. Right. Right. But it, it is, um, I mean, it's been politicized. Yeah. I mean, I think there's yeah. more, you know, if you're more on the libertarian spectrum, and there are mostly Republicans who are libertarian, but there's also some Democrats, especially from areas where they represent districts where the supplement industry is very yeah. active and prominent. There are many common sense Democrats right, right, out there. Right. Yeah, this isn't should. It's not a partisan thing, you right. know. So it's it's for the health of everyone, but it's also for health freedom. Right. Libertarian, as you say. Right. So there we go. Not a fan of that response, Kathleen Rice. Right, but uh, well, you can write yeah. back to her. And yeah, just, I can. You know, just yeah. say. Like that, that your response doesn't cut it, and you can actually, mm-hmm. you know, engage in a debate, you know, mm-hmm. if you want. It won't get to her, but it it, it may It'll influence the age. Back to the yeah, I yeah. Should just right to the age. These right. people are really walled off and shielded, and which I, is I, which is not a good thing. I, I not I, a good thing. I've gone to Washington to lobby on behalf of the supplement industry, mm-hmm. and usually what happens is you get an audience with an aide. Yes, and the aide is often very poorly informed about the issues, usually very young. Mm-hmm. You know, which like sort of a low person on the totem pole, not really influential, but maybe one of those people who's like interning or, yeah. you know, takes a job for like a very meager salary because they want an entry into Washington politics. And you sit with them and they kind of nod, they appreciate nod appreciably. And then basically you've had your day in court and then they, you walk away and then they do the opposite of what you said. <laughs> and occasionally I will get a legislator to come and I, I have, I remember once, uh, and it, you can see this when you walk into the office of these people. They have you can see the style of the states, uh-huh. even though it's in Washington D.C. Like you walk into uh, the office of somebody from Wyoming, and there's like beautiful pictures of the of the yeah. West, and you know, big sky uh, country, big sky country, and or Arizona. It'll be like you know, like beautiful uh, Navajo blankets or something. Yeah. Or from the South, it'll be like walking into, uh, you know, like. Uh, like a fancy bar in the South, you know, with all kinds of mm-hmm. Southern regalia. Mm. You know, they I think they've taken down the Confederate flags. But, <laughs> <laughs> but one legislator that I remember, it was a woman legislator, I think, from Tennessee or one of the Southern states. And she said, I'm okay with this because, you know, as long as you're not hurting people, it totally makes sense that you you can offer whatever supplements you want. I'm, I'm okay with that. There you go. You know? Common sense, right? oh very good oh okay uh going on with questions oh well here's one about covid from janice my daughter age 30 has lost her sense of smell and taste since coming down with covid a week ago what causes it can you recommend supplements to alleviate these symptoms my daughter is in otherwise in otherwise excellent health exercises regularly she's she's only age 30 okay they're this is a problem because the COVID attacks the nerves. And that actually may be why COVID seems to attack the brain because the olfactory mm-hmm. nerve is, is, is like a, you know, like right a four lane highway to the brain. Mm-hmm. And so it gets knocked out. And that's concerning because maybe further up toward in the brain, maybe neurons are being affected. Mm-hmm. So this is a, this is kind of a, a characteristic of COVID. Yeah. Um, Less so with Omicron. Less so with I'm not hearing as much mm-hmm. by any means as with Delta, the previous strain. Mm-hmm. But when it happens, uh, it is usually self-limited. Although there's some people who may have long-lasting or permanent 
uh, loss. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like the nerves got jangled, scal scalded, oh. but they can recover, and they will recover over a period of time. There's actually, you know, just like there's physical rehab, there's olfactory rehab. Yeah. Where they and where you can buy kits, uh -huh. which are basically to uh, rehearse your. Uh, recollection of various scents. They're like strong scents, like oh. rose scent. It's almost like a little, like a kit of scents. A kit of scents. Yeah. Where you, and specifically, that those have really become more popular after COVID. Hmm. Um, and or you can see a professional, an ear, perhaps an ear, nose, and throat specialist who might be acquainted with that. I, I think a useful mineral to help with that is zinc. Yeah, sure. To help shake Repair. up. You know, the, the but think of mm -hmm. when we think of neuropathy, there's a nutrient we think of alpha lipoic acid. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, yes. might want to use that. Yeah, uh, so here's another thing. Mm. Uh, this is very preliminary. In a small study, they found that a nasal spray made with theophylline, which is an old fashioned asthma medication, mm. seems to help accelerate the recovery of the loss of smell. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, is this, uh, it's not offered as a medication yet, but it can be formulated. And I haven't had any patients who've come with this complaint, but if they did, I would uh, prescribe that for them. I, we'd have it made up specially. Yeah. Like a solution of, uh, of theophylline that they can spray mm -hmm. nasally maybe two, three times a day. And that seems to uh, revive the nerves. Wow. I'm just saying. I mean, that could be something. It's, wow. it's hot up the presses and mm -hmm. it's, it's not clearly... Uh, it, they haven't done, they've done preliminary studies, and they yeah. haven't done big studies yet. Janice, best of luck to your daughter. She should be coming away from that soon. That she should be getting over all of that yeah. soon. She's a very young and she's healthy. Dangerous condition because it affects appetite. It also affects discernment. When we of, don't fifty percent of seventy five percent of our taste buds is our olfactory is yes. the scent. Yeah. When we don't smell things, we don't taste them. Right. And. So, but, you know, also dangerous from the standpoint of, uh, do you smell gas? No. It's like, Right, well, yeah. yeah, that's a problem. All right. Uh, hence the uh, detectors. We've got an email from Joseph. Well, carbon dioxide is usually odorless. It's, I'm that's thinking true. Like, uh, they, by the way, uh, your cooking gas on your cooking is odorless, but they add something so that you become aware of the smell. Yeah. yeah they yeah, add yeah. a um, uh, mercaptan or something mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Joseph writes, I've been having intermittent leg pain over the past couple of years. I'm pretty active. I take time to raise my legs above my body several times a week. I'm taking natural products that thin the blood slightly like fish oil, natokinase. Now, when I take the more those potent... Are, those are good. For those are good, yeah. When I take the more potent variety like natokinase or serapeptase, I sometimes get redness in my eyes from popped blood vessels. Don't know what that's in here. So I'm thinking my blood is thin enough and my leg pain is not from circulatory well, issues. Let's get an analysis of that. Go see a vascular surgeon, please. Yeah. Because is it claudication, which is a poor circulation? Is it something else? Mm. Is it like spinal compression? Mm -hmm. It could be um, spinal stenosis, Yeah. You know, which is causing that, which is yeah. very frequent as people age. They yeah. feel uh, weakness in their legs because of that. Mm -hmm. Is it possible to still have circulatory or clotting issues? If your blood is that thin? Uh, yes. I mean, technically it is because let's say you have very uh, uh, narrowed blood vessels. The, 
thinning the blood helps, but it can't completely alleviate the problem of right. lack of circulation to your extremities with exertion. Mm -hmm. Claudication is more, I mean, to distinguish between claudication and uh, spinal stenosis, spinal stenosis uh, is worse at rest, and then you recover with exertion, the, mm. we the weakness or the discomfort. Uh, mm -hmm. the, um, the opposite happens with claudication. It's it's better at rest. In fact, people have to, you know... They have the, to stop walking. They have to stop walking. They have to hang on to a mailbox or something until they recover and then yeah. they can continue walking. Yeah. So I, I would get a, a vascular surgeon is, mm -hmm. you know, a person who's going to work on lower extremities. And Joseph is asking, what do you think of vitamin B1, thiamine, or magnesium? It might help, but it depends on what the problem is. Yeah. You, know. you want to diagnose what the problem is, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, 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 the B1, the Zobria product that we talk about yes. in intelligent medicines, particularly helpful for diabetic neuropathy, which could be another cause of usually more okay. sensory rather than motor. Mm -hmm. you know, motor is, you know, you, you have inability to walk. Sensory is you can't feel things, yes. or, you know, very well. That's got to be particularly a problem, the sensory, if you're driving a car and you don't feel your foot on the pedal. Oh, yeah. But, uh, That's got to be awful. When it I gets can, to that point, boy. Then you stop driving. Yeah. That just occurred to me. I don't know why. I, yeah, well, yeah. It, it's, it's bad when you walk because you your footfall is imprecise and you damage your, your joints. You can yeah. develop what's called a Charcot joint, which is because you don't have a good proprioception of where your foot is falling. You, you just sort of slapdash your feet onto hard pavement and it just chews up your joints. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Do we have time for one more? Yes, from Janice. Since receiving a partial hip replacement, which was a result of a fall, my dentist insists that I take an antibiotic every time I have my teeth cleaned. My dentist explains this is to prevent infection. This seems to be an unnecessary use of antibiotics since treatment isn't for an actual yeah. infection. What do you think? I'm 67. It's a shame. Uh, it's very unlikely that you'll get an infection, but yeah. it is the protocol after you've had a joint replacement. Yeah. Uh, I cannot say don't do it. Right. Uh, but, you know, it is unlikely. I mean, he's got to do it because from his medical legal standpoint, yeah. he's got to make that prescription because god forbid you know you develop endocarditis yes which is a devastating condition which is uh, uh you're in the hospital bloodborne infection because of see the problem with artificial parts in your body is that they form surfaces where bacteria can glom onto mm. and uh when you have a dental procedure uh you tend to um uh, you mobilize some of the mouth floor, the mouth bacteria, into your bloodstream. And if they have a place to stick, they might stick on the joint, oh. that joint replacement. And those joints, they try as they might, this is a problem. They try, can't they coat it with Teflon or something like that? What, what, it's like, what, what did they do to the trains to make them graffiti-proof? Right. But I'm not sure if that's a good chemical to put in your body, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? That's <laughs> but do you remember the, the trains of the 1970s? Maybe that's before you came to New York, but oh, I yeah. remember no, all I was the graffiti on that. I was in but New York. they're graffiti proof. Yeah. I was in New York. Yeah. Now they just go after the buildings. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gosh. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't countermand that. I think mm -hmm. that it's a one-shot uh, antibiotic, and you can take a lot of probiotics, take Saccharomyces, take uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Hira's, 
and you can at least partially alleviate the destruction to your normal balance yeah. from one dose. I think right. I'll give you one dose. I think it's one dose. You just take it that day, right. and you're pretty much same thing when people have artificial heart valves. You know, mm-hmm. that you, when you have an artificial heart valve, mm-hmm. you, you know, you need prophylaxis. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So okay, prophylaxis fancy word for prevention with an antibiotic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, everybody. And remember to send your questions to questions at radio program. No. Oh, questions at drhoffman.net. I shouldn't do two things at once. Right. I'm shuffling paper and I'm speaking. Yeah, can't chew gum and walk either. So. Right. Don't multitask. <laughs> Don't multitask. Questions at drhoffman.net. All right. Until next week. Thank you, Layla. Thank you. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.